Hi, welcome to Adventures in Awakening. I'm your host, Amber. Thank you so much for being here, for taking a listen to the podcast today. I am excited because tomorrow is Earth Day. It is one of my favorite days just to connect to the earth. Um, I live in Ohio. It has been winter here forever. And finally this weekend, it's not going to be snowing or raining and it's going to be 80 degrees. So I'm excited to get out and just be in sunshine this weekend. And if you could hear it in my voice, uh, spring allergies are in full effect. So I apologize for the stuffy nose and the heavy voice. But I wanted to just pop on because I wanted to do, introduce the guest that we have on the podcast today. So Katie and I met a month or so, a little over a month ago at a workshop that I did um, at Yoga Bliss in Akron. And it was a full moon women's empowerment workshop, like sound bath and cacao ceremony. And after the event, um, which went well, and I hope to do more in the future, she reached out to me to be on the podcast. So something uh, that happened during the workshop just stirred a little voice in her heart. Um, and she wanted to share her awakening story. And I'm so grateful for her reaching out and to do that. And I would love for more of you to do the same. I mean, we are all here, you know, on this adventure together. We're all living, um, we're one, right? But we're having different experiences. So we're meant to share and open up. And this is a huge time of change and growth. And I'm super proud of Katie for sharing her story and being vulnerable to open her heart with um, all of you. I'm excited to see where she goes, where things take her, as well as just like how damn powerful, you know, from one night, um, that tied a bunch of people together and uh, synchronicities that happened. And that was just like the universe guiding along the way. So I'm super excited for you to listen to this episode um, and give some love to Katie. Um, Again, any stories that you would like to share, any adventures, um, your awakening, if you would like to be on the podcast, go ahead, check out the website, adventuresinawakening.com. If you would like a private reading, a yoga sesh, anything like that, you can go there or send me a message at the Amber Netherton on Instagram. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Have a beautiful, beautiful day, weekend. Lots of love. Enjoy. Hi, Katie. Hi, Amber. How are you? I am very well. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, and thank you for reaching out. Um, So I'd like to begin today by first introducing you and kind of giving everyone a little overview on how we met and how we connected. Would you mind um, sharing that, or would you like me to? Oh, yeah, I don't mind sharing that. Um, So Amber and I met um, last month, actually, in March. Um, I attended a cacao ceremony at Yoga Bliss um, with a a group of my friends. Um, So it was actually a women's empowerment ceremony, um, which I think is really kind of on theme with the idea of me, you know, you know, offering to join a podcast. So (laughs) I think that was really kind of like, you know, a point, a point that kind of sparked something in me. Yeah. So um, we met, had the ceremony, you had the cacao experience that, and you kind of were getting messages or downloads to Mm -hmm. 
share your voice more. You were having little whispers of the soul. Uh, yes, definitely. <laughs> so here we are. So I feel like when things like happen, it's just totally meant to be and the universe mm-hmm. nudging us along right where we need to be. So I'm super excited to have you here. We'll begin by just kind of telling me your awakening story or what led you to the moment where you are right now, being here with me, you know, coming to a yoga cacao ceremony and all the events that led you to this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I think for me, it's always important for me to kind of share the journey, right? Because we all, um, I don't know, maybe start somewhere in a place that's not really that healthy and and maybe we don't feel good. Um, And that that moment kind of leads us to our awakening. And so, you know, for me, I look at, I'm a therapist by trait. So a lot of the things that I look at, you know, or what I'm going to talk about really kind of do involve therapy. Um, So, you know, we all have these things that happen early in life that, I don't know, kind of change the way that we operate in the world or how we view ourselves or how we view the world. And for me, some of those things really, centered around relationships. Um, hence why I'm a therapist now. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, and, you know, so I kind of, I would say like, you know, a first relationship is, you know, just kind of like that parent child relationship. And um, I was born in 1990. My mom was actually in the military at that time. So she had me. And when I was nine months old, I went to live with my grandma, um, you know, for a couple years. And, you know, now being looking through the lens that I have now, um, and with the education I kind of have, I kind of look back and I'm like, oh man, that actually could have been a starting point for me because attachments in early childhood are so important for determining again, like someone's self-esteem, their view of themselves and how they relate to others. Um, so that was kind of like a moment for me, you know, um, unconsciously. And, and again, I like to point out the early childhood part because I think sometimes people are dismissive of how much childhood really impacts who we are. Um, oh, I think it's the most important. I mean, having three kids and go- having gone through a shitty childhood myself, yes, it is absolutely the most important. I mean, the energy that you're putting out, even the, even the moment right after birth and even how the birth was like that totally affects the energy of the child and it, it it's trauma carried. Yes, totally. Yes. Thank you. Oh, I love that you, again, you know, it's in my profession. I often have to educate people why, why it's important to, you know, develop these skills in childhood and how important the environment is. So it is uh, a relief to be with a like-minded soul on that one. It really yeah. is important. Zero to three, I could get on my soapbox, but I won't, but zero to three is so foundational and shaping everything about a person. Um, I agree. Totally. Yeah. So, you know, mine was maybe off to a kind of a a rockier start, I would say with that like maternal bond, you know, kind of being broken and then being rebuilt. Um, My mom was a single mom too. So that meant that, you know, she worked really hard and I had to step up to the plate and like take on some responsibilities that, you know, maybe you might not want to be, you'd rather be off like playing or having fun. Um, So again, another childhood experience that kind of really shaped me. I think in those moments, it was about like being accountable and showing up and being responsible. Um, So, you know, that kind of then became etched in, in my, in my mind and in my, my character traits. Um, And as I moved from there again, (laughs) teens, teens were, it was a wild ride. (laughs) <laughs> um, 
<laughs> it was a wild ride. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I just pushed the limits a lot as a teenager. I was pretty sassy. Um, you know, just had a mind of my own and thought that I was like super grown up. <laughs> um, so, you know, there were kind of some experiences, especially like early relationships. Actually, yeah, like from, again, bringing it back to relationships, I mean, from the age of like 16 to 24, um, I was in like some very not good romantic relationships. Um, so I guess that's like kind of my next point is yes, early childhood or childhood really shapes us. But then the relationships that we go to develop and like in a romantic way, then really shape us as well. Um, and it was a very chaotic. And we're carrying, we're carrying the energy that was not healed from the childhood. Mm-hmm. Choosing the wrong partners because of what we need healed. So we're constantly being triggered by those relationships to keep stirring the pot. Um, and then we're carrying all that energy in our chakras. Mm-hmm. It's just also related. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, and so for me, again, it was not, it was a, not a good energy <laughs> that I developed during that time. Um, and I was also in the military at that time. So from 19 to 25, I was also in the military. Um, I did not serve like overseas. Um, you know, I didn't see any like direct combat or anything like that, but it was still a very stressful experience. Um, but I was in Alaska, I was stationed in Alaska, you know, many, many miles away from home um, in a relationship that, again, was really depleting my energy. Um, So, you know, again, just another tough, tough patch that I found myself, you know, trying to get out of. And that brings me to like my first moment of awakening really um, was in 2015 after I got out of the military, I was just like an anxious person. I think if I look back, I've always had a level of anxious energy. Um, but I would say that it was certainly inhibiting my ability to move about my day and to feel confident about myself. Um, so at that point I went to therapy and as a therapist and, you know, you know, a person who's received therapy therapy, um, I don't know. It's just so, it's just such a beneficial resource. I think that oftentimes people, you know, I don't know, they maybe think that something has to be like really awful and terribly wrong to go seek therapy. And sometimes those things are going on, but sometimes again, it's just that we don't feel like ourselves. Um, and I didn't know who I was again, because I'm picking up on all these different energies and these different vibes and picking up, um, you know, just picking up messages from those people that I, that I would then replay back to myself. Um, you know, thinking that I wasn't good enough or that I couldn't do things. You know, I think, I think that's probably like the biggest thing is like, I can't do that. I'm not good enough for that. Um, and so I went to therapy and it was like a brave new adventure to just talk to someone um, and just really be open. I was not really an open person. I think I like gave a facade that I was open, but I really, you know, wasn't, I don't know, in the moment or present with people. And so therapy really helped me change a lot of my mindsets and it brought on, you know, the moment that I connected with my husband. Um, so in 2015, 
therapy. <laughs> went to therapy in the fall. I started my undergraduate program in psychology because I knew that, you know, after I had what I had been through that I just wanted to like help people, you know, and I don't know, some way save people from going through negative things in life. Um, and then I met my husband and I will say that it was absolutely, you know, the things that I learned about myself in therapy um, that allowed me to develop a secure relationship and attachment with my husband. Um, I had to unlearn a lot of the ways that I responded out of defense, um, you know, in earlier relationships. And so and my husband is just, he's really great. I mean, like he really sees me and hears me. And so he's definitely part of this awakening journey. Um, you know, again, after these years of kind of this you know, unsafe relationships, um, or in relationships where you feel unsafe and the energy is like, ah, danger, danger, um, to kind of be with someone that felt, you know, like a sense of home that really changed a lot of things for me. I finally felt like I was lovable, um, that I could, yeah, just be really open with someone and share, get, get some of the good juju from him. Right. Um, and so that was kind of like my next thing, a really healing experience was kind of developing that relationship. And then um, while before getting married, you know, for the next five years, I was in my undergrad program for psychology and my, you know, internal need to, I don't know, be a perfectionist was like, I have to go get a PhD program or get a PhD. Like, that's what I have to do. And spoiler, I did not end up doing that. I did go on to get my master's, but I was like, no, I actually, that's not really what's in line with my energy. I hate writing. Um, and PhD students write a lot. Um, so again, like learning some things about myself, I was able to challenge that and, go on a path. I went into, um, my master's program is in marriage and family therapy. So again, talking about those relationships and those attachments and just like helping people feel whole within a system. Um, but it was really stressful. <laughs> you know, I had my secure attachment and, or my, or my secure base, but I really, in a lot of ways, although I thought I had, I had not let go of some of those, um, you know, perfectionistic tendencies. Um, so it was really stressful. I was working full time, going to school full time. Um, and that ended, I graduated in 2020. And I thought that 2020 was going to be like my awakening moment. Um, <laughs> and the universe I'm, is I'm, like, no. Yes, 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 that was yeah, that was it. Like I had been, you know, for five years, like 20, that'll be, that'll be 2020. I'll be free of these constraints of having to be perfect and get A's and, you know, do everything perfectly. Cause I won't be judged anymore. You know, I'll just be, I'll be free. Um, and then 2020 happened and hmm, it was, <laughs> it changed a lot of things. Um, what I thought was going to be like celebratory and like all this freedom to go and be with my people and, you know, just really get to like live out this, my new life and show up and like connect with my people. Um, and that obviously like did not happen. <laughs> um, we, we were pretty locked in, but in that time, um, I connected with the girls who, some of the girls who were at the cacao ceremony with me, um, Nina and Lauren, we, we created this quarantine support group because um, we all were struggling. 
Um, so we, it's on Marco Polo. I don't know if you've ever heard of the app, but we, mm-hmm. um, got on there and just had the, had instant access to each other. And so really from 2020 to, you know, again, the moment where I met you at the cacao ceremony, it was still a grind, but I had, you know, these two amazing, beautiful women to, just like go through the experience with me um, and like, just be really open and be like, Oh gosh, I'm really struggling today. Um, And then, then to be like, yeah, I'm really struggling too. Like this pandemic is hard. Like my job, I'm working from home. Like it was just so reassuring to know that other people were in that struggle with me. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, they, they were at my, one of them I have been friends with for many years and the other one I met at work, but they came to my wedding. I got married in 20, 20. <laughs> I had a COVID wedding. Um, and it was very small and it was very intimate and it was very nice. It was allowed me to just be in the moment. Um, but again, all that to say that 2020, I thought was going to be the aha moment where life was great. And again, the universe just threw me and everyone, right. I know we're, mm-hmm. a lot of us are in the same boat, um, threw us, you know, gave us some lemons. Right. Um, and it was my people, right. That really got me through that again, like having that secure relationship. Um, and then 2022 where I met you and where this is like the moment that led me to the podcast. Um, I, it started with my birthday. So I turned 32 on March 16th. So that's the day before that I'm the day before I met you. Um, and I, I had just been doing a lot of reflecting of like, all right, I feel like I've been in my cocoon for the last two years, you know, and that's where I needed to be. And I was okay with that. But again, those like little whispers of wanting or needing or being called to do more started to pop up. Um, I like was listening to Ted talks. And, you know, they were talking about like your purpose and your gift and how if you are not operating in line with those things that are like truly to your core, you can still continue to be unhappy, right? Even if it's like, oh, this job is great. It pays a lot of money. Um, I, I pretty much like what I do, but, you know, I'm drained at the end of the day, like nothing left in the tank to give. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started to like, ah. Oh, man, yeah, like maybe this is not in line with me. And I started to think about like, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? And, you know, kind of reflected on my life. And I'm a therapist. I'm a therapist at an elementary school. Um, and I was an early childhood consultant at preschools for a very, for, for a few years. And that's really my passion, little kids, right? It makes sense because, you know, um, mm-hmm. I think that that's like the biggest impact on someone's life. And so, um, I, my husband and I have opened a business, we've opened a business and I'm like, what do I really want to do? You know, we knew that we were going to do something together. Um, just like, what do I really want to do? And, you know, in 2022, just like being able to stop and think about what my purpose is. I, I saw like, again, like parent child relationships and, um, you know, like something like, I just want to build the attunement and the attachment of caregivers and their children. Um, 
And you've got, you talk about like, again, that energy and how important that is. I mean, in an energy level, like on a, you know, a neurological level, on a hormone level, um, it really impacts a lot. And so I'm like, I'm going to do that. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I don't know. You know, I like to stay in the lane and be like, I am this and this is what I do. But I was just really feeling called to do something outside of that. Again, not knowing exactly what that's going to look like, which is terrifying for, you know, me and my type A tendencies. Um, But I, you know, I'll tell you a moment. Um, I was on, I was working out which doesn't happen a lot. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't happen a lot, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, I was working out and I was riding my bike. Um, Like we have a a way to set up our outdoor bike inside. So we're riding a bike and I'm underneath. So I'm pretty close to the ceiling because I'm indoors and I'm underneath of this light and this light is shining on me. And I close my eyes and it reminds me of the beach, which is, I lived in North Carolina when I was growing up. So we would go to Myrtle beach a lot. Um, And that's one of my favorite feelings to be like laying on the beach or like on a swing and looking up at the sky and just like with your eyes closed, but being able to see and like feel that warmth and the light shining through. And so I'm like just looking up and I'm kind of like asking the universe, you know, help me find what my purpose is, what might help me use my gift um, and help me have the strength or the boldness, I've been really big on the word bold, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, give me that so that I may know what I need to do, and then also do it. Um, Because there's two parts of it, (laughs) you know, getting it done. And so in that moment, I just started thinking about like, just coordinating like parent child classes together. Again, it doesn't people think you have to like do these really amazing, great things with kids to have a healthy attachment or healthy relationship. And it's like, nah, you just need to listen to them, <laughs> genuinely care, smile, um, and allow them to take the lead in a lot of things. And so, you know, down the line, I would definitely like to facilitate something like that. Um, you know, again, that's the dream. And so it's like, where do I start? And so um, I'm like, ah, I'm still not sure. So I, was looking up vision boards or um, I call them vision boards. People call them like dream boards or there's a different couple things to call them. And this was like in February and I was like, okay, I need to carve out some time to just allow, you know, again, I, I was open, right. I allowed this space and something came to me, something came to me. So I need to put more time um, or allow more time for those moments to come through to me. And so I was like, my birthday's coming up. This vision board thing is really cool. What if I get like my closest friends together and they don't know each other. Like some of them know each other, some of them don't. Um, but to get these women that I like, again, met in different stages of my life and who are all so great to get them together. We all deserve to be like on our boss stuff, right? Like we all deserve to be doing things and living life confidently and boldly. And so we got together for my birthday, March 12th. It was amazing. I do not typically put myself out there and like host events or host gatherings, never really celebrated my birthday in adulthood. Um, So it was different, right? But I felt, I call, I mean, I felt that calling or that need or that urge to do that and I followed it. And it was an amazing night, it was amazing. We made a group chat, vision board, of course. Um, 
and we're all like just like pumping each other up like we are just like the biggest cheerleaders for each other and for me it was so cool to sit back in this environment and feel like so at ease not feeling anxious not feeling like I wasn't doing something right but just felt like this is the right moment like this is where we are all supposed to be and like we are going to do great things and we all left feeling that way and I I don't know if it was me or my friend Nina we both have had passes to yoga bliss and visited um you know throughout the years but one of us found I think it was me I don't know I'm gonna give myself credit for it um (laughs) I found the women's empowerment cacao ceremony and I sent that in the group and um there were seven of us at my party and party (laughs) at my vision board party there were seven (laughs) of us and five of us made it to the women's empowerment ceremony and oh man that just really again, I felt like I needed to be there. Like, I mean, everything, Amber, it was, it was really, really good. I'm wearing my bracelet right now. So, um, for those of you, you know, so when Amber does future ceremonies, because like it has to happen, absolutely. Um, we already have like seven girls, so, you know, that's enough, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Amber, oh my, yes. I have my bracelet on that she, I want to talk about the setup. Is that okay? Can I talk about what that experience was like? Sure. Go for it. I know it yeah. impacted you. So I would love for you to share. Sure. Yeah. So I, um, again, I've done yoga, um, done some mindfulness meditation again, you know, I was a go, go, go type person. So I never really allowed time or space for things that made me feel good or that would help improve. Um, you know, get to my mental health and stuff. So I found this and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. We're all so empowered. We're, this is a sign we should go to this. And so I, I looked up what a cacao ceremony was. Some of the girls did not. Um, so they did not know ahead of time. <laughs> I knew I was prepared. I knew what I was getting into. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be great. It surpassed that. And it wasn't just like the ceremony or the cacao. It was the environment that you created for us. Um, So when we went in, there were these little specialized, like little pouches that we all had. And we don't know that they're like, that they're specialized or anything. We just walk in and place a mat and inside, or, you know, pick a mat and inside um, of this little bag, there was a bracelet with a, um, you know, a phrase or a quote or saying positive statement, right? Positive affirmation um, motivational statements. And there were two stones or gems. Crystals. Crystals. Thank you. Yeah. uh, That I will say that that is, that was new to me and it was new to a couple of the girls there as well. Um, so that was really cool. And I have actually been carrying the green one. I'm not going to butcher the name. Um, you can go ahead and say it. I don't even remember Uh, what it is. God. It's either a green adventuring. Yes. Prob- yeah, that's probably what it yes. is. Yes, that. And I actually, like, I, I've been carrying it around in my pocket um, and just trying to bring in some positive vibes. Um, and, and one of the girls there, she actually, she gave, she let her husband take it to work one day. And he, he also, you know, talked about, again, feeling just, like, lifted um, in a sense. So anyways, inside of there are crystals. Um, and this statement and a little, another little positive affirmation card. 
And then um, at the end, and I think there was like Palo Santo too and Selenite, right? Or like stuff to cleanse. Yes, yes, yep. The Semonite. It was like a long, yeah, a long yes, yep, yes. So, um, and and so basically to say, it was really, uh, it was just so special, and felt like. I felt like I had the tools that I needed to take that moment or take to this cacao ceremony and like implement it into my daily life or, you know, just to carry that with me because I have all these things. I think when you have an experiment, that an experience that's really great, sometimes like it's hard to keep it, you know, or to hold on to that feeling. And so I think that those mementos that you gave us um, definitely, definitely helped. So I, I'm wearing my bracelet right now. It says, life isn't about surviving the storm. It's about learning to dance in the rain. And with my mentality of just like, go, go, go. I have to be perfect. I have to be best. I like want to plan everything out. (laughs) I just want to plan it, right? There's no, you know, I want to have all my tools with me. And that was really just like, I just needed that. And again, I've been wearing it like, I didn't put it on that day, but I think the very next day I put it on and have been wearing it since then. Um, that, yeah. And you couldn't have known that, you know, it's like, it, this was meant for me. I was meant to be there. And my friends had the exact same experience of like, you know, wow, this really spoke to me. Um, and so also, I guess like, were they intention cards? What would you call the cards that were placed around? Um, yeah, or positive affirmation, mantra, just something to carry with you. It was like a women's empowerment. Well, it was like a, um, they had the cards and we could pull one that kind of called to us. And then we were able to like, look it up in the, um, Oh, Oracle, Oracle cards. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Also new to that. (laughs) So many experiences. Um, and so I, there were three sets and so I was like, I'm going to pick one from every set and every set every set um talked about in some way or another light and using that light to pour into others or to illuminate um you know others awareness of themselves um it was I I have screenshots because I mean I took pictures of them because again I knew that I would never be able to put it all into words again but it really just was like it was saying go like you don't have to have it all figured out go use your voice like go share your light um and that was really powerful for me it was like what I've been planning this and I did the vision board and like I know what I think I want to do and now like this is experience is saying like, go and do that. Um, but it didn't stop there. <laughs> the words that you spoke were also very empowering. Um, you said something along the lines of like, we, we were closing our eyes and you said to imagine your, what your next year would look like if there wasn't anything holding you back or if you, you know, it was something about if you are untethered from those limiting beliefs, limiting environments, if you are free to do, um, you know, imagine what that could be. And I started crying. I like immediately. It was like, overwhelmed. Um, and I, I couldn't like 
quite tune in and like, you know, visualize exactly what it was going to be. But I knew it, it felt good. It felt warm. It felt um, balanced, which is a word that's been coming up. Bold has been coming up for me, you know, to yeah. use my voice, but also balance in that. Um, and it takes courage of- yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it was just really, really, again, it just was like, I was meant to be there. I was meant to pick this bracelet. Um, I was meant to, you know, pick these cards. I was meant to hear this message. Um, and yeah, it just really, you know, since then I've like, we've created our logo. Um, we're getting business cards made. We're like planning programming for the summer. Um, it just really was like, it doesn't matter what it looks like and it doesn't have to be perfect. And hence why I'm here on this podcast. Um, but like, just do it, right? Yeah. Just do it. And I think that's really hard. And it sounds like to me, you're just like in perfect flow with the universe. Like you have had that moment that started way back in 2015 where you said, okay, I'm open to loving myself. I'm open to letting others love me and I'm open to healing. You started releasing the stories. You opened your heart enough to be be vulnerable to do all the work. And then you have kept it open to allow yourself to receive the little messages and the downloads and all those little nudges to just kind of lead you right where you're meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I totally believe that it all, you know, works out just like that, just as it should, right? We just have to be open and we have to do the work. We have yeah. to heal. We have to release the stories. I do have one question. Did yeah, you absolutely. have, so that was at your first cacao ceremony? It right? was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Could you feel it in your body? Did you notice anything from that? Did you feel like that helped you like open your heart a little bit? Did you feel it, you know, work in you? Yeah. You know, I think that's interesting. Um, because one of the things that I'm still, you know, kind of going through is really being in touch with my, my body. Um, so the cacao ceremony really challenged me to do that and to release that. And so I did, I felt the warmth, um, but I would say that I wasn't able to fully release. So this is why I'm like, Amber, please do another ceremony because I am welcoming that experience for another opportunity to be grounded and, and to, you know, be open to that again. I understand that like, you know, things don't happen overnight, but I want to be, continue to put myself open to being like in the moment, being present, being aware of my body. Um, And so, yeah, it really just like sparked that desire or need to be. Um, Yeah. And you talked about dreams as well, like potentially having some dreams. And I did have like, I have terrible dreams. (laughs) It's a thing. I have dreams that like just terrible dreams, like something terrible is happening. I'm getting kidnapped. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Um, You're you're a Pisces, right? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like Pisces are really in, you know, in tune spiritually. And so maybe before you go to bed, like say a protective, like create a boundary for yourself. Mm-hmm. And change, you know, only, only love is welcome tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Create, you know, write a boundary for yourself on paper, say a prayer to the angels and then notice what happens because you are supposed to be in tuned in your dream world. Like that's Pisces connect in that way, typically the dreamy mm-hmm. sign 
the most spiritual of the zodiac so that may help I didn't mean to interject okay. there but no oh me. my goodness I'm like I'm I'm currently looking around my room for a pen to write that down I guess I can go back and listen to this again of course too but only <laughs> love is welcome tonight is that what the phrase that you whatever you just yeah like let me rest only love and light is welcome I mean use your own words but I definitely mm-hmm. set boundaries before I go to sleep because I'm a big time dreamer and I need to like sleep and not be like you know, doing yeah. the things I do. Like I'm an adventure in my dreams. <laughs> like tonight, yes. let me rest my body. I don't need to be like doing these, going to different timelines and meeting these people. And um, yes. so just, yeah, you have to write it down and set like a prayer for yourself. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, again, I, I'm a pretty hard sleeper. So, you know, I get through it, but I don't feel rested, you know, and I right. definitely bring that energy into the start of my morning. And so, Yeah. I'm very, thank you for that. Absolutely. I really appreciate that. Um, I forgot where we even were. I'm still looking for a pen, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm going to go back. <laughs> well, I just want to plug, like, you were, saying, you were saying, like, find your own way. I'm like, no, that was perfect. I could not have come up with anything better than that. Um, but I think that's because you're, like, a very attuned person. So you really could empathize with what I, you know, what I'm feeling and, yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, terrible dreams, night of the cacao ceremony. Um, I did feel I had a positive dream. I really can't remember exactly what it was, but I woke up not having, you know, stress feelings. Um, right. So that was definitely a benefit for sure. Yeah. That's awesome. And, then- and I just want to say how beautiful, like when everything that led up to this night just kind of played out as it should nothing was like whatever you heard the messages that you need and that just shows like when women get like magic can freaking happen like yes you know yeah and it wasn't just me right yeah Um, it wasn't just me my friends again like Oh, sorry. We keep talking over each other. <laughs> so no, we, go, go, friends, go. We, we, all, we all had similar and varying degrees of things. Um, so, you know, one of my friends, she does burlesque. And sometimes she wonders if she is too much, too loud, too bold, right? And the cards were like, something about being shiny, you know, really. It was like, wow, literally. Um, and so she, again, like, you know, is following that journey of being more just being okay with being out there like that's who she is and and it doesn't matter what other people think and again being in line with who you really are no matter what that looks like right everyone has a different struggle or a different thing that they're trying to come to terms with or like you know a a version or a part of themselves that they are not letting out freely because shame, guilt, societal pressures, whatever it might be. Um, and so just allowing, yeah, those moments to be mindful and reflective and in the space with the people around you. Um, I, it was, again, it was just very powerful. Um, yeah, we did go to, uh, we, there was another full moon, which I feel like I'm like, so I know everything now. No, kidding. But I, we did this, you know, we did this on the spring equinox and, um, and then the next day was the, was the full moon or that night was a full moon. That's right. And then we did go find some place to go to a ceremony. It was not a cacao ceremony, but just like, you know, a meditation and mindfulness moment around the pink moon. 
um, which mm-hmm. again talked about a lot of the same things, really, just like about <sighs> planting seeds and seeing them come to fruition. Um, was kind of the message I got from it. And again, just so in line with the moment that I'm at, the path that I'm on. And it just is a message that can continue to ring out for me when I pause or I hesitate or I question myself or I wonder like, is this where, where I'm really meant to be? Is this what I'm, what I'm really meant to do? Um, I just like, you know, again, listen to those signs and repeat those messages so I can remind myself that like I'm on the right path. Yes, you are. And so where, where do you see yourself next? Where are you? Are you at that goal? Are you kind of saying, okay, yeah. Yeah. So um, my husband and I, we actually created the business in 2018, I believe, when I was in grad school. We, <laughs> another layer to this, when I was in grad school, we cre- we competed in this business pitch competition. It was called the Be the Change um, Social Entrepreneurship Um competition and so my husband and I we both have you know psychological backgrounds um and his line of work is like he's a cognitive trainer so that basically means he helps people whether they have like ADHD or traumatic brain injury he helps them um kind of target and improve certain areas um of like brain functioning so like processing speed like visual tracking um short-term memory long-term memory all of those kind of things but he kept seeing clients who were really getting a lot of bad energy from the home environment and you really can't like work one you really can't build that muscle without building the other. And at that time I'm on, you know, again, on my journey to do like family therapy and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're totally in line. So we create this comp, we create this company, um, evolve and we did not get first place. That's okay though. We got, um, we did get a thousand dollars and then we got some office space, three months of office space. Um, but it really wasn't the time for us right then. Um, it was like, again, like, I'm just go, 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 go. And I was, you know, I wanted, I felt this pressure to keep the momentum going, but it really just like, at what expense, you know, um, would it really be worth it to do that now? And so we've had this baby, you know, for a long time now. And, um, we both, again, we both work full time in other positions, um, but knew that we had evolved, you know, so everything, every move we've been making, everything that we do, we always have like evolve, um, and what that's going to look like serving and helping others in in whatever capacity and so you know it feels really good to be in this moment I you know to making it a realization because my husband had started to do it in 2020 well in 2019 and then of course like the world you know shut down so that's not really great for (laughs) you know starting a new business um so so now we are we have a website I'm working on the back end of it. Um, one of my friends who was in the cacao ceremony, um, she is in like software development and was like, yeah, I'll help you. Like, I, I, I can do this. You don't have that skill. Um, I was like, really? Are you serious? Um, and she's like, yeah, you know, like I've actually been thinking about like offering consulting services. Um, but, you know, I just didn't know if people would want that or, you know, what that would be. And so, oh my gosh, I might want her to. I love that. I 
yeah. because I need help on mine. I did mine myself and it's like not where I would like it to be. Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. So we will definitely connect. I know she's gonna, she's gonna be one who's gonna be listening when this comes out. So um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So she um, has been helping me with that. And, um, you know, alongside while I've been working on this website, getting a, a new we had a logo, but I really didn't like it. It didn't feel in line with me. So we, um, you know, got someone to redo our logo. So during that process, my other friend who did not make it to the cacao ceremony, which is another reason why we need to have another one. Um, but she is again, totally on this journey with us. She launched, um, she had an art show during the pandemic. She had been like painting these beautiful, um, you know, canvases, she would paint them in different colors and different shapes. But then in, um, you know, in the middle of it, she was embroidering like an image. Um, and most of them were women, right? So silhouettes of women. I have one that she made for me. And this woman is um, it's just the outline of her neck, her shoulders, her neck and her face. But you can tell that her chin is pointed up and that she is high, like holding her head high. And uh, so she had um, an art show and she wants to put her, it's sold out because she's amazing. Um, and inside of there, she had like all these empowering quotes that each one was partnered with. Um, and she shared her journey um, and what that looked like for her. And now she needs a website because now she has so much demand for this product. So Nicole, the software background girl, she's also helping her get hers up for free and is going to just use us as, you know, portfolio. Right. And so I'm just like, this is why we have to get together and just share what our talents are and, and just like help each other. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Another connection being made. <laughs> I love that you were so open and vulnerable to being on the podcast and the little whispers were telling you to do so and that you're stepping into your power and you're stepping into your voice and you're following and listening and really hearing those messages from the universe. And, you know, maybe not knowing in the moment, like what it all means, but then just being open and how everything's opening up just organic, organically for you. I love it. Love it. Love it. It's just like affirmation, right? That spirit angels, they're always working with us, the earth to support us. We just have to be like, okay, surrender. Yeah. And surrender. I think that word was in there as well. Um, in my, uh, in the affirmations or the, you know, in the Oracle cards, I think surrender was in there as well. Um, and so, yeah, I really do think that is, is just like being open, you know, that's the biggest thing that's changed for me is like not being so closed off. I'm just open. I'm scared and terrified halfway, you know, you know, through most of the journey, but I am open and I'm embracing it. And so, yeah, I do. I just appreciate you again, like being able to reflect my story back to me and just being in so in tune with it. Um, And yeah, just validating and verifying that you know, I'm on the right track. It might be scary at times, but um, if I surrender to that uncertainty, you know, I think that, I think that I'm onto something. I think something's growing. And I'm excited to see where it takes you. And I'm excited to see what the next few months into the next year looks like for you and what grows and what organically happens and how everything just flows as it should. Um, I think you're going to do amazing things and, you know, tapping into the importance of caring for children energetically and just how important it is for them to have that loving relationship and 
relationship with their parents is like huge. I mean, that's where it all begins. Yeah, absolutely. So I am, you know, I talked about the logo on the website. We, I am planning to launch um, some parent relationship coaching programs over the summer. I'm planning to do, I think I'm going to do like a 10 week program and just really talking um, and providing, you know, information developmentally appropriate things to expect from kids, ways to build the attachment and just really kind of shedding some light on, again, the importance of relationships. So um, that will, that will kind of determine where I really go from there. You know, I'm, I'm open to that experience and I'm looking forward to it. And that will kind of be like, this is so in line with me and this is, you know, getting me closer. So I'm excited. Will it be like kind of like summer campy where like the mom and the child do fun things together or do you have an idea of what it's going to look like or is that still all in the work? Yeah. Yeah. We are kind of, I mean, ideally I, I would love to do a summer camp that, that probably is just not going to happen this year um, in that way, but definitely a dream, definitely on my vision board. Um, but for right now, what I'm looking to do, so I already have a client that I'm doing this with. Again, I work full time, but this is, you know, you got to dip your toe in the water. So I already have a client that I'm working with. And really what that looks like is um, I do a initial visit um, with the parent and the child. And during that time, it's just like an hour, an hour and a half. And I want them to like interact pretty naturally so that I can kind of get a gauge of what their relationship already looks like organically. Um, because sometimes, you know, parents have a fear that they are not doing enough and when reality they are. And so they just need some validation. Um, but if there are some other things in there, I can kind of then set up a, you know, a curriculum based on their goals, you know, what we're going to cover over the next 10 weeks. Um, and then like halfway, I'll do another visit with them. Um, and then we'll do a visit at the end, right? Just so I can continue to keep the child in mind. I think it's really difficult to be like, again, this is something that works for every child because it really, really does not. But I do find that, again, just talking about a child's energy and things like that, I do believe that um, it's kind of important to focus on like building adult capabilities. Um, sometimes outside of the child, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like not in front of them, you know, because you want the child to have confidence in their parents, you know, and not like feel, you know, I, I just want the, I'm behind the scenes, right? I'm behind yes, the yes. scenes helping them move it, but I want them to feel as if they're doing it on their own and for their kids to be able to see that, um, you know, kind of evolve more organically. And also, you know, it's not really helpful to talk about the negative things that your kids do in front of them either. So, um, right. so basically, yeah, so it'll be like an initial assessment. We'll do like three weeks of, you know, um, zoom calls where we're again, consulting just about some of the things that they can change to develop their relationship, providing education on it. If, if that is a place where it's lacking. Um, and then we'll do like a midway visit and kind of fine tune what our final goals are. We'll go back again to like just parent only consultations and then we'll end with like a fun outing to kind of, again, like, you know, take that relationship that you've built within your home into a fun setting. Um, so yeah, so that's generally what I hope to have it look like. So, um, just kind of, you know, getting it all planned out in the process, but I'm very, very excited about it. And I think the biggest thing too, is that I'm flexible. You know, I think that that's something that's 
coming about now in this whole like just being in the moment is like I can come in with a plan but I also want to be able to meet people where they're at um and not be so structured like this is what science says you should do like no just do what's you know or like even when we talk about gentle parenting you know um I know that's really popular right now and I'm I'm a believer in gentle parenting you definitely don't have to yell at your kid to get them to be better but there can be humor in it right parents sometimes think that they are hmm uh like that they're being a pushover or something like that. And like loving your child and giving them like assertive, you know, communication, but not aggressive is like, it's doable in many different styles and language. So I want to help parents find, you know, with phrasing and things that that are in their language, but are not going to mm, traumatize their kid. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, I, and then again, no experience in the field at all, but I am a parent of three. Um, like they're they come in smarter and knowing more than us anyway like yeah they just do the, the kids of this generation are not it's not like when we were born I mean it's a it's a different it's a different on, on every level like you just as long as you give them love mm-hmm. that's it I mean you put you know stable home love give them what they need meet them where they're at and don't expect because each child's different and yes. really a big part of parenting is releasing that what I thought it's going to be and loving them for who they are and where they're at always. Yes. Yes. That, that is it. I mean, that really is, I mean, yeah, that is it like relationship above everything. Um, obviously we need to have like, you know, structure and some boundaries mm-hmm. um, to, I kind of talk about it like, um, you know, like a bowling alley right you can get the bumpers up so it doesn't go in the you know Mm -hmm. so it doesn't go but you know keep it in bounds but you do want to have like a lot of you want to give children a lot of ability to navigate and figure these things out for themselves um my my therapist because I shout out my therapist name is also Amber shout out to her (laughs) she um recently told me um I was about like again a metaphor about a butterfly and I think it's really um maybe everyone can kind of relate to it but I think definitely for kids as well um so you know she talked about the process of a you know a butterfly exiting the chrysalis and how if you are observing from the outside it looks like painful like are they going to make it um you know maybe I should help them you know like there's this inkling or this push to go in and like save the butterfly and she said that if you were to save it by maybe like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to slice this open a little bit here, like this chrysalis and help it. It actually really is detrimental to the butterfly. Um, breaking through this chrysalis and going through the struggle is what built, it's part of its growth and development. If that does not happen, it will not like build. And again, I'm not like a butterflyologist or whatever, but <laughs> whatever that is but if you were to that might be a new word yeah I know right just made it up you get you get it just add all just to anything and it's you know it makes sense um so you know but if you were to go and cut that open basically it would be very detrimental to the developmental process of this butterfly um and so I think that that and it it actually will in a lot of cases not be able to fly um basically because like there's some acid buildup or I don't know the science behind it but essentially I think of that metaphor a lot for parents um because they like want to like really a lot of the time kind of protect them or shield them from hurt and pain I mean I think that is you know kind of a part of it but if 
if I had not had all of the experiences that I had, um, would I be who I am right here and right now? Um, so I think it's about like also allowing space for kids to struggle a little bit um, so that they can, again, a safe amount, <laughs> not getting gutter balls. Um, but yeah, so I think it's really important. And I, and I think that metaphor really, you know, kind of works about like parenting. We want to jump in and save them and protect them and keep them safe and all of these things. But there has to be a little bit of space for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, I am so excited that you were on and thank you for being here. I know we're getting close on time. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners or maybe like a message that um, you would like to share just like with everything going on in the world, something positive um, or anything else you learned from the ceremony or what you're learning now about yourself? Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> That's hard. Um, I think that... I think I'll just say, I, I my friend, she had a quote um, on one of her paintings and it said like, um, you know, visualize your higher self and start showing up as her. And, you know, that's really what I've been doing. I feel like that was really sparked in this cacao ceremony of like, just being open. So I think, you know, visualize who you want to be if you are no longer tethered to these limited beliefs or these people who may be limiting you as well. Um, mm -hmm. Which reminds me also another goal of mine is to start doing vision board parties. Um, because I think that again, just like having this cacao ceremony, like there needs to be things that we can do to get together and um, hold space to be able to do that because our schedules are really busy right and so it's really hard to sit and think like oh what am I what am I aspiring to be but I think carving out that time um could be really impactful so that's something I hope to bring to people light I hope to share with people as well yes and there's when there's intention which is what you know vision boarding mm -hmm. co-creating with the universe all that is when you're putting the intention and you're tuning into heart center that's when the co-creation happens. So I love that you're doing that because I think sometimes people just throw stuff together, but like when you really, when you really, you know, drop in and then tap into what your true heart wants mm -hmm. and the intention is there, then you vision board and it's like so good. And then you just watch all the things on the picture happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You surrender and, you know, yeah. kind of let the magic happen. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so excited to see where everything goes. And I'm looking forward to connecting again soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And remember, everyone, when you awaken you, you remember you. Namaste. Have a beautiful day.